at the Armageddon here with yet another movie review you didn't ask for. Madam Webb. I wish I could effectively convey to you the concern my friends had for my well-being and overall mental health when I told them I was going to see Madam Webb. Why? they asked. Fun aside, it kind of leads me to a thing that happens sometimes when a movie gets some bad press for various reasons, then said press reaches critical mass which results in everyone piling on and hating the idea of a movie even without seeing it. No one really remembers except me, but this happened with Titanic. Before it came out, it was being predestined as a bomb and failure. Luckily, it resonated so much that after folks actually had seen it, that it went on to beat the bad buzz, so barely anyone remembers that part. But then there's the Marvels, where it got a significant enough amount of pre-hate that no one actually bothered to see what ended up being a pretty entertaining movie if you actually saw it. But the trick is, you have to see it to even know. But hey, it's fun to pile on, I guess. And I'm very sorry to say that I've actually seen this movie and can confirm that yes, it is actually bad. <laughs> Madam Web is not a good movie. But it's not the worst thing ever either. Its greatest sin perhaps is that it tricks you into thinking it will be cool action with costumed heroes like the promotional graphic you might have glimpsed for this very review, but it decidedly is not. It might actually have been a better story if it was a random tale about a random woman who needed to protect three young women from some random dude that was trying to kill them and in the process, she learns a little bit about herself along the way. But nope, instead it is, this is Spider-Man, but not really guys, nudge, nudge, wink. I said all of the first part to say this, that I personally didn't find it as bad as the chatter out there was warranting. And I do think a lot of the bad buzz you're hearing is simply just folks piling on. Some who haven't even seen the picture and when you're piling on, there's really no room for nuance at all. But ain't nobody got time for that. It's way more fun to dunk on a thing. But no, I did not like it. So I'm not coming to its defense. I just want to say that, is the movie terrible? No. Is it a misfire? Yes. Is it good? Not in the least. Is it bad? It depends on what bad means to you. I've heard out there that it's the worst superhero movie ever and from a certain point of view, yes it is. Why? Because it's .0000007 seconds of superheroes in it. But under the broad definition of what a superhero movie is, or a comic book movie, to me Catwoman still reigns supreme. Madam Web feels like what it probably actually is. A cash grab by Sony to capitalize on its proximity to the Spider-Man franchise. Nothing more, nothing less. And it's kind of a shame because cynically it's doing this by submitting an all-female cast as sacrificial lambs giving rise to the notion, erroneously, that no one wants to see female-driven movies. Well, they would if you cared about making an actual interesting film, Mr. Executive, with four yachts and probably maybe, I'm not sure, a cocaine habit. 
There are rumors out there, probably, not true, but it's funny to think about, that Sony has been luring unsuspecting actors who don't know any better into thinking they are signing on for Marvel movies, but the MCU-branded kind. Not this one, which totally explains why Matt Smith did what he did with the Morbs, because his buddy Karen Gillan was all, I had so much fun in the Marvel movie, you should do it. That's the only way for me to explain why Sidney Sweeney would agree to this. Dakota Johnson? I get it though. It's best to have zero hope going into any of these Sony Spider-Man adjacent flicks because they are all being told without the context of Spider-Man. You go to one of these and it's like that one Eddie Murphy sketch from Raw about that's not McDonald's, nah, even better or more accurate, it's like ordering spaghetti without the spaghetti and just sauce or fries but no fries and just ketchup. Like. All of these characters exist because of the one, and their stories usually flow out from contact with his story. I mean, for Christ's sake, her name is Madam Webb, and that's not some weird coincidence. This gallery of Spider-Man family characters are compelling only because of him, with a few rare exceptions. And even Miles Morales got his start because of the loss of Spider-Man. So if that lets you know what I'm personally expecting from the upcoming Kraven movie, that's it. And frankly, if you're expecting anything more than terrible, that's on you at this point. It's just that because they can't or won't include Spider-Man in any meaningful way, they are forced to come up with stories that just don't have as much juice. And we end up with 90 to 120 minutes of stories that dance around the main point. And overall, it's a feeling of why are we here? In a way, they did try to connect this one at least with a feasible connection to Spider-Man himself, but it was a little too cute and buried and ultimately meant nothing story-wise. So it was just a bunch of names that if you recognize them, you'd Leonardo DiCaprio pointing meme when they were mentioned. But it doesn't matter that it's Ben Parker. It doesn't matter that the boy's name is probably Peter. None of it matters and is only there to make you think it does because comic book recognition. Now, I don't really want to dunk on Dakota Johnson too much, partly because she's an actual human being with real feelings, even though she'll never see this review. But also because it's kind of like dunking on a five-year-old on an eight-foot rim. hey I think I'm in the majority of opinion that she's just not that great an actress. She's not terrible, but she just can't bring it, yet she keeps being put in front of us as the thing we want to consume. Again, back to the Eddie Murphy bit and Raw, and if you think her hosting SNL is evidence of her superior talent, so did Donald Trump. And also, she hosted the weekend her movie was opening, and Sony has an SNL movie in the works as well. Also, Millie Vanilli won a Grammy. So sometimes things happen, and all things are connected. Sometimes, not the Millie Vanilli part, that was random. No, but really, I think the movie would have actually been better if almost any other actress had played her role. No, I don't mean that literally, but the whole thing gives anyone but her vibes. An already weak script needed someone who could do more than just sound like they were whining every time their voice reaches a certain decibel level. Also, a big feature of the Madam Web character is that she's blind, and yet the story couldn't be bothered to incorporate this as a dilemma for the character. Instead, it was an afterthought. And that sounds like a small detail, but it's kind of basic storytelling 101. Forget comic books. It's just bad story. So like, whatever this character is doing doesn't really make sense, and I think it's because the writers didn't even know. 
She thought her mother who died during childbirth hated her, guys. Who does that? As a geek, I was disappointed in the way that Ezekiel was used, as he's not a villain in the comic books, except for maybe some retcon that might have happened along the way. But again, without the context of Spider-Man and the story he was a part of in that book, which was a pretty big, groundbreaking, if controversial story, it feels like the use of him was wasted and a missed opportunity. And I'm never the one to be too hung up on comic book accuracy, but in this case, what we got wasn't compelling in the least either. So, heads should roll. In the end, Madam Web is an early 90s TV movie pilot premiering in syndication on Saturday at 3 p.m. slash 2 Central Mountain. It just so happens to be released in 2024 with a much larger budget. Sadly, it feels like an R.L. Stein Goosebump story on Fox Kids and should have been titled Super Spider Woman Mystery Club and also written by a 13-year-old. It honestly actually feels like it might have been a bit better as a four to six episode series to give each of the characters being rescued, the rescuer, and the pursuer more time for us to actually get to know them. And ultimately, I think this is why the movie fails and feels like things are just happening. But who am I to judge? I imagine the children of Gen Alpha, 30 to 40 years from now, donning their still suits and taking their Rad X radiation pills while heading out to the old school physical cinema to watch Madam Web, while thinking about the good times when life was simpler during the pandemic before all out thermonuclear civil war, will look back fondly on it, like I do with Laser Blast or Sleepaway Camp. Like I said, it's not the worst thing to ever exist, so to say so, I do think is unfair. But man, I really don't think you should ever bother to see it either. <laughs> Oddly, I do think there is an audience for it. They just don't know any better. Dang, I guess it does feel good dunking on things because everyone else has. I stand corrected. I give Madam Webb one Beyonce Knowles and gold member Maxim covers out of five. Until the next review you didn't ask for, at the Armageddon, signing off.